Welcome to Match Weekly. This is Richie. And this is Peter. And the things that we want to get to you guys today, we have uh, Group C, uh, consisting... I'm sorry, do you want to do this? Who was that? Don't, you, don't, don't get smart with me. Who was that? Did you hear there was another one? <laughs> So, <laughs> in Group C, we have Argentina, Saudi Arabia, Mexico, and Poland. And we want to talk about, you know, uh, Messi's last World Cup. Will he end it on a dream uh, final? Um, we have Mexico, and will they get past... Uh, Quinto Partido. And Mexico, will they get past or up to their quinte partido, their elusive fifth game when it comes to World Cups? And then looking at Poland, can Robert Lewandowski and the Polish national team uh, go on a revenge tour and try to erase the embarrassment of the Euros? I think we should kick off. Peter, how do we feel about this group? It's an interesting one. Um, you know, much like Group B, this Asian team is most likely going to get overlooked. Um, but they also, like, you know, we're seeing a theme with these Asian teams. Another stingy defense. One goal in, like, the last 12 games that they played as of yeah. the time of recording, you know. Um, they're not great offensively <laughs> not great bob and you know when you say oh you know we have a stingy defense but we're not great offensively who's in our group oh just the best player of all time and the best true forward of all time the mm. best true striker you know like uh doesn't look good for them but it's a very it sounds, exciting group i'm gonna say it sounds like you're describing uh everton going up against newcastle and caleb wilson <laughs> so uh <laughs> it checks out in my head <laughs> Like, right, it's obviously Messi's last World Cup. He's come out and he's said he doesn't know how much longer he's going to play, period. Um, he said after his contract runs out in 2024, that may be the end. You know, so all eyes are going to be on him this tournament. Then you have, obviously, this Mexico team that is exciting, but also they've been kind of underperforming recently. They, like you said before, the, the whole Quinto Partido thing where they're really good at getting out of the group, but they just can't get to that fifth game. Like, is that going to change this time around? And then you look at Poland, who had a fucking abysmal Euro 2020 mm -hmm. after so many people were projecting, projecting them to do so much better. It was awful. And you got to think that they were going to want to, you know, right those wrongs that they had last summer yeah yeah i mean again every time i think of lewandowski i i'll be honest i i don't there's not much to think about when it comes to his national um career um yeah he's the go-to goal scorer but um again hasn't been enough for this national team to you know carry on um Again, it's such a big name, and where he's played, I mean... Yeah, it's uh, pretty long. 
<laughs> he oh he's long uh he's lewandowski long it's a long last name uh, <laughs> it's got at least five letters man it's, it's, i mean uh there's i only have love uh for the polish national team uh i mean i lived in greenpoint for one year it's to me um i'm about as polish um as ashley barnes is uh oh, polish so okay um, i i feel a little bit of let's say fandom when it comes to this Polish team that Greenpoint Brooklyn is a heavily, heavily uh, Polish neighborhood. And I absolutely love it to death. Um, but again, I'm looking at these names. I'm sorry. We're jumping straight into Poland. Somehow we're going <laughs> Poland. You want to start from it, bottom up? Might as well. Yeah. Might as well. Bottom might up. As Fuck well. it. Who cares? I mean, we're draking this episode. We're just draking it. Hell um, yeah. Hashtag draking it. Uh, <laughs> It's an awful hashtag. Um, this is a dog shit hashtag. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, again, you know, Lewandowski is such a wonderful name um, when it comes to the sport. Um, and then again, you look at the guys behind him. Uh, Milik and Piatek, they've both had, you know, their issues here and there, but still have had great runs of form. And, you know, if given the moment, if they shine, they, they shine. Uh, again, that seems like such a, um, a well-measured statement of going, eh, good or bad. <laughs> but yeah. I, it, it really is like if, if they can turn up, like these, these two names were um, in previous years mentioned with top European teams and for good reason. They've had solid seasons. And then from... Right moves that they've made um it hasn't panned out but who knows uh i i think i shared this in our lovely holy group chat but um was it uh bielsa visited the polish national team oh yeah and held talks he did like research and was like actually helping them out now wait he, real quick research yes. is an understatement yeah, it's it is an understatement he because he is deep dives. Yeah, he is a massive um, crazy Psychopath. person when it yeah. comes to research. And it, it, again, I don't know if that was only one session. If it was, it I don't know if it carries that much weight. You know, I don't know if they learned something explosive. He does have um, flash in the pan in my opinion, flash in the pan, like success um, with teams as of late where there's this great run and you're like, holy crap, this is why he's a legend. But then yeah. it dies out rather quickly now. Um, but again, when it comes to a tournament, hopefully if this was more than just one session, could that have a positive impact? Again, this is putting a lot of weight on uh, a legendary manager who is, you know, towards the end of his career. Um but you love to hear that story leading up to the World Cup. And if they were to have success, like you can't help but be like, oh, that's kind of cool. And, right. <laughs> or it, it would be annoying if he only had one like session. And he's like, yeah, I did that. <laughs> yeah. If that's how it happens, actually, I think that would be my ideal scenario. <laughs> <laughs> he's like smoking on a cooler and he's on the field and they're like, you're not even a coach. And he goes, I did one session. All right. I'm allowed to sit here. <laughs> And smoke a cigarette, you know, apparently. 
You know what I just realized? <laughs> in Qatar. <laughs> yeah. This is off topic, but I just realized it. Uh, is it. Does this group have the most MLS players outside of uh, Ooh. the United States and Canada? You got Swiderski, oh. who plays for Charlotte on Poland. Mm-hmm. You yeah. got uh, Hector Herrera, Mexico, Houston Dynamo. And then you have... Mm-hmm. Tiago Almada, who plays for Atlanta United, famously called into Argentina as like a replacement. Yeah, very uh, recently today. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. Yeah. That's besides nuts. that, this might be the the big group. Yeah, but uh, sorry for love. for interrupting. No, like, this Poland no, team it's is good, really good. This it's a good cutoff. It's good, man. You have you know you mentioned Milik, you mentioned Lewandowski, you know Camille Glick has been around forever. We were talking about yeah. that a little earlier. Wojciech yeah, that Chechny, talent. Yeah. You know? Wojciech Chechny's been around forever as well. He's been, what, he started at Arsenal when he was like 20 years old, still going strong for Juve as their number one. Yeah. You and know, this team is coming with a vengeance. They have the players to do it. It's just a matter of will they show up. Yeah. And again, they're... I think this could be a positive World Cup because, again, because of how poor the the Euro was, there's, I guess, a sense of low expectation. Or, right. again, it could be a turn pressure that we have to do better than that. But I, I'm like, that was so bad. Like, you, can, you guys can definitely do better than that. You know? Yeah. So I there's, mean, like, the, it can be a success, but I would like to think that, again, based on paper, based on the names, um, you hope that they they could make at least somewhat of an impact right. or at least make it a more competitive group. That's how I see it at least. And yeah. I mean like you talk about on paper, right? Mm-hmm. Robert Lewandowski. When yeah. he was at Bayern, right? He scored 238 goals in 253 league appearances. Yeah. Now, that's Bayern against really, you know, much worse opposition for the most part in the league. For Poland, he still has 76 goals in 134 appearances. Like, yeah. that's o- over 50%. Like, he's going to score in this tournament. It's just a matter he's of, is he going to score enough to get them through? Yeah, he's that guy. He's got that dog in him. Yeah, I want to know a dog because I'm looking to get another. <laughs> that felt like the cheapest, like, radio, like, baseball side chat. Like, like it was, like, the 50s. It was like, man, if he's got a dog in him, what kind is it? I'd love to get another. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep this man as a pet. <laughs> You're telling me it's a bull terrier? <laughs> I'm a name of Slot. Um, oh God! This is another team that had to play in to the World Cup. Uh, they're the only team who only had to play one game to play in because they got oh. that disqualification against Russia. Yeah. So then they beat Sweden two 0 to get to the the tournament. Um, lucky boys, lucky, lucky. The last World Cup that they were in, terrible. They scored two goals across their three games, eliminated in the group. And How long ago was that? That was 2018. Oh, I don't even remember them. Is that 2018 or was it 2014? Like, I mean, I think it was 20, 2018. Again, 
not much of an impact at the um, at the world stage. So you're looking at this team now. Is this going to become a trend? Like, is their trend coming in hyped up? Ho ho, Lewandowski, 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 and then just completely shitting the bed in the tournament. Yep, yep. They were in the Colombia, Japan, Senegal group, mm. and you know they won one game on the last match day against Japan. And part of me was hoping you wouldn't say Japan. Yeah. Well, Japan went through. Then they had the best game of the tournament. Mm. Remember that? I was losing my fucking mind. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll talk about that in the uh, either the Japan or the Belgium uh, discussion. But like, they didn't do shit at the last World Cup. Two goals in three games is when you have the best forward of all time potentially yeah. didn't even score in the last tournament like come on man what are you kicking on, rocks man nobody told you to go out there kick some rocks kick that damn ball <laughs> so do, i mean i hope do the ball i hope poland does well um but based off of you know track record and the fact that you know there may be there may be this over-reliance on Robert Lewandowski to win games for them when it really should just be a team effort and they... It's almost too easy for other teams to defend against them when you say, oh, here's our guy. This guy's the best true forward in the world. He's our guy. Like, Oh, what do we do? Just shut this guy down? Okay, yeah, no problem. This isn't like Bayern where they have so many other scoring threats. Yeah. So this so this kind of paints the image of like how the news was talking about Messi with Argentina like it was the one man show and the weight on his shoulders but it's like Poland is like legitimately like oh we're our hands are pressed against your shoulders just going hey have a good game like little right. just you know Joe Biden like the uncomfortable shoulder <laughs> grab he's like you got this bud um so i feel like that like assessment of Messi in the in the reports all this time uh, i feel like it's legitimate with poland and i think with how we've been discussing uh teams like the the positive trend of football when it comes to young players although i see it with some poland players um polish players um i don't see the names there like um like motor from brighton uh was he like i think 22 23 amazing solid midfielder got his premier league experience and i'm uh you know not seeing him in that um you know good to see maddie cash in there um zaluski i believe from roma young player that's really burst on the scene um but besides that i'm not again not too familiar it's just those forwards that really stand out and then, like, the, the familiar names of Chesney, Bednarek, Glick. Right. So it's 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 hope. And I think the one that really sticks out for me in midfield is um, Krichowiak. If I, again, not confident in that pronunciation, my God. Yeah, that's uh, what, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think he had a season at West Brom, but he just was on the decline, ended up in Russia, he did. Then, you know you know where he was on loan from when he was at West Brom? From where? PSG. PSG. There we go. 
where he played the, he played for PSG for a little bit. Yeah, which was, you know what? I know. remember that now because I think it was was. I feel like I picture him in the top where it was a middle he stripe, but it was half white, half red, and then it was navy ah, on the sides. I can't tell you that much, I have no idea. but I can but tell it, you he did play there. The colors are right. Um, <laughs> and then again, so we have a downward trend veteran midfielder, and again, same with uh, Groshiki. Um, I think I remember him playing at like Hull and then West Brom in the championship and then I don't know fizzled out from there in terms of top European leagues I'm just saying like there was a downward trend yeah I mean he's 34 years old yes it's it's definitely I can't um 100% 100% say this, but it does look like one of the older teams. Just at a quick glance, it looks like one of the older teams at the World Cup. Especially yeah. ones where, with the guys you're counting on. Yeah, and the only promise that I see in, in terms of future potential is like the goalkeeper Dragowski, like young goalie, I think, at, from Fiorentina. Yeah. And then Milik and Piatek, you know, they're, they're not at the same age as Lewandowski, would they be able to take that torch? Um, I can't see that, but it would have to be a total system change if the reliance will still be on Lewandowski um, come the first game of Poland. So yeah, we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll find hopefully out. Hopefully, see. I mean, yeah, this is going to um, be an interesting group for the opposite reason that the last group was interesting. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, like it feels like there's obvious. I feel like there's an obvious choice in how this yeah. this group will play out. We'll see by the end if we if we connect if we just have like minds. If we're just like right. If our brains are having like that avatar sex <laughs> with the the horse, <laughs> like we're just linking up. Yeah. <laughs> when we give our predictions, we're just linking up from the ponytail. <laughs> I mean, th- 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 this is going to be this group has two two teams that I think are going through. And yeah. then two teams that are going ha- to have to not underperform. Oh, absolutely. To have any yeah. chance, you know, um, you know, in this group, I think there's one team that could potentially win the World Cup. Uh, yeah, I mean, but you know, let's hope Argentina don't disappoint because Saudi Arabia might have it in the bar. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Saudi Arabia, you want to move on to him? Sure. Yeah. 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 Easily the team I know the least about in this group. Yep. Okay, uh, cool. One of the only on other teams. I, I talked about Qatar before um, <laughs> being one of the only teams with everyone playing in the same league. Yeah. Saudi Arabia is another one. Yep. They may be the only two. Um, every single player plays in the Saudi league. Yeah. Now, that being said, mm-hmm. um, excuse me. In the last World Cup that they played in, they did pretty good. They got eliminated in the group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really good stuff. Really good um, stuff. They didn't really have a great Asian Cup eliminated in the round of 16, um, but they won their group for automatic qualification where they finished ahead of Japan, which I think if you talk to most soccer fans, they may be impressed with that because Japan does have that international pedigree. Um, yeah. yeah. So they, does Australia. They finished ahead of Australia. They lost yeah. one time during qualification with those, those two teams in their group. 
Yeah, and those are two teams that have been around always, yeah. I feel, when it comes to World Cup. So they, they have such a consistent presence. So to be able to challenge them to make it, yeah, that, that um, but garners some respect. And as we said um, the same way with Qatar, like that double-edged sword of having players play in the same league, yes, there's that sense of unity and there's at least a better understanding of uh, play style and but the negative being um when have saudi arabian (laughs) uh clubs you know been able to have experience outside of theirs like right what tournaments are available to them that right other leagues have been given so there is that dissonance so again double-edged sword but you know if you undermine or make assumptions of a overmind uh yes <laughs> i think that's a multiverse villain we're sticking to that um overmind uh the the guy who predicts all the negatives of the world cup overmind um if you undermine this team you make assumptions because again they they might not have played with you but you might not have played with them despite right. us thinking very highly of you uh <laughs> Um, and they could make a surprise, but there's no expectation that they will do so. Right. I mean, you take a quick look at this team. The only like real positives that I was able to find was you got, you know, two players who seem to do very well in this final round of Asian qualification with Saleh Sherry. Sherry. There you go. Al Sherry. Saleh Sherry, who. Was the joint top scorer of the third round with four goals, seven goals total in World Cup qualification, and then Firas Al Buraiken, who scored three, and he's 22 years old. So who's to say that these guys won't show up? You know, I don't want to be overly negative. I think everybody listening yeah. to this, if you know um, soccer, you know they're probably getting eliminated in the group. Most likely. Um, I mean, again, if you look at the rest of the group too and the talent that we've recognized versus Saudi Arabia, yeah, you can't help but think that. That being said, I fucking love an underdog story. Exactly. We love losers. If they get out of this group, I would be fucking stoked. I'd love a story like that. First time out? Oh, my God. Please, eat, eat that up. Eat it. But I, I just, at this point in time, I can't see it happening. Yeah. It's, uh, eh, whatever. <laughs> Who's there's, there's, really, there's really not much more to say. I mean, I'm, I'm, nah, yeah. I'm, you know, painfully ignorant on the Saudi Arabian team. I hope they, they surprise me. I hope that they, you know, do better than everybody thinks. But I realistically don't see that happening. Yeah, and and again, the the statistics that pop up for their top players, um, from what you've pointed out, again, joint leading scorers in the third round with four goals and seven goals total in World Cup qualification. Um, for for two of the players, um, and you look at the squad again. 
since they play just strictly in that one league, it's there's not a level of familiarity. I don't know where I can watch Saudi Arabian uh, league play legally. So, uh, yeah, there's that lack of familiarity. But, hey, who knows? We love a good surprise. We love our losers. And if we jump to an all-but-familiar national team, we have Mexico and their search of the elusive fifth game, which I, I appreciate you introducing uh, that phrase to me because I think it's really fucking cool to be honest. It's, oh my <laughs> it's god! Like, I like this elusiveness, but it's it's kind of like in movies where they're like, you have to watch out for the night fox, and everyone's like, the night fox? Yes. What the, the fuck fox. is that? Yeah. Know. You know, like there's a, there's like this like uh, mystery to it a bit, only yeah. because I don't understand Spanish. I took French in middle school, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> so so this whole thing is right they've never i shouldn't say they've never but recently they haven't made it because i don't know mexico's like full history <laughs> but yeah. in the past seven world cups in a row they were eliminated in their fourth game the first um the first knockout game you know yeah uh so they have this whole thing the curse of the quinto partido right where the, the, it's just that is what it is. They would never. They ne they don't um, play past the fourth game, and you know they've. Been, I remember my friend from Mexico was was telling me about this four years ago, and he's like, "Well, we drew fucking Brazil, so I don't think it's gonna happen this year." <laughs> and I was just like, "I've never heard of this thing. It's getting more popular and popular." And who would they be playing? What group would they be playing if they get out? Oh, the Denmark and France group. Okay, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about... Um, and if you end up second, you would have to play the first of that group, right? Exactly. You so. end up second, you're playing the first. It's the group that they would be up against if they make it out of the, of the group would stage. Be, Denmark, group France, Australia, Tunisia. It's either, yep. In my head, it's um, either France. Spoiler alerts before jumping to that group, but... Just from that, they would be competing against either France, just casual playing casual, or a Denmark that is just phenomenal. Right. You know? Like, that's... It, it, we can't get ahead of ourselves, though. Like, they yes, still have yes, the group yes, yes. to deal with. It's a team where uh, my friends who are Mexican are very pessimistic about it, which is very atypical of Mexico soccer fans. Yeah. Um. They're very pessimistic about this team. I don't know why. They don't look, on paper, they don't look that bad. Um, is Raul Jimenez fit? Um, I mean, as of from what I'm researching, he's not getting the Sadio Mane treatment, but... Yeah, he played. He played in, in, against Sweden... Oh, he uh, did? In a friendly. Okay. Yesterday. Yeah. So, hey, you know, th this team has its players. Raul Jimenez, when he's in form, is uh, seemingly unstoppable. Yeah. Chucky, um, Chucky Lozano made a name for himself four years ago. 
Yeah, yeah. He and for his national team play and you know, can be a flash in the pan at Napoli, but if again maybe he's that kind of bail like player right. where he puts Mexico first. Um and then again, while although um a predominant number of players play f- in the Mexican league, you know, there's still those that stand out besides the ones we've mentioned. We've got two Ajax players, and they're both young in age, Jorge uh, Sanchez and Edson Alvarez. Right. Um, and then, again, you have the veteran presence of Guardado in midfield. Again, yeah, what about the one veteran of those presence? Names... Oh, Go you're going to jump. I know where you're jumping ahead, but, yeah. like again, Guardado, a name that I'm shocked to still see. And right. Which name did you want to add? Because there's, there's another one, too. The greatest World Cup goalie of all time, (laughs) Memo Ochoa. He always shows up for the World Cup, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's going to start because he's 37 years old. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, like, this guy is Mexico, you know? Peter, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I'm looking at the ages of all three goalies right now. Oh! oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and wow. you know what? Just on age, I couldn't tell you who's starting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did not see that this that. guy who was given number one is 40 <laughs> years old. Yeah. Uh, again, not too familiar with the... Uh, Mexico Mexican always league. does this shit, man. <laughs> I feel like every World Cup, they bring a 40-year-old. Yeah. They, it's they, they, fucking they like their insane. veteran leadership. There's something about the old man in Mexico that's there's a lot of wisdom there compared to other nations. And I'm looking at I would, at I would love to learn from one of them. Um, and again, there's I think it's a nice um, I always think about it because in my head, I've played enough uh, FIFA career mode to be like, I know how to manage a team. But I <laughs> always love the idea of for every year old last time too. for every section of your lineup, you know, goalkeeper, defense, midfield, forwards, it is so great to have a veteran presence in each. So we've already mentioned goalie with Ochoa. We've already mentioned, um, like, if we look at the forwards again. Guardado. Well, yeah, Guardado and midfield. Not for forwards, but yeah. But, uh, yeah, Jimenez and even Funes Mori, again, being the older ones over 30, and, uh, yeah, besides Guardado, I mean, Hector Herrera, he played at Atletico Madrid before coming to Houston. Right. And and in defense, I, again, I'm used to I, – I, I can't help but think back to old uh, Mexico with um, – was it the, the infamous uh, baby of Red Bulls, uh, Marquez? But here we have mm. Hector Moreno, um, who – if I remember before Mexico, I think he was playing in the Netherlands too. Maybe Germany. He played at Roma, PSV, Espanyol, Aze, Real Sociedad. Okay. okay, so definitely Netherlands and Roma too. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, and, and La Real Liga. Sociedad. So yeah, he he again another good solid veteran presence in in the defense. They kind of check off that, and uh, you know they got some younger players that you know are playing abroad, and there's still that. 
Mexican League talent. It, 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 it again on paper from what I'm looking at, it's it's a nice blend to see something be produced. Right. And again, we've you know you, you see those first few games in Mexico, and you're like, oh, these guys are are tough to. They could be tough. But yeah, they, oh, they haven't gotten shit. to that fifth game. Yeah. Uh oh, what'd you what happened to you? It's just like you look at this team and you just think to yourself, as a fan of the United States, you just think to yourself, like, I always look at a Mexican team and I'm like, How are they so good? <laughs> <laughs> why why do they get away with it? How does Mexico continually do so well? And it's, again, it's a thing like Wales. And, you know, I'm going to fucking say this every group, I guess. Yep. The team is greater than the sum of the individual players. Mm-hmm. You know? When they come together and they put on the shirt and they're L3, they are way... It's like they get a fucking boost. And yeah. Tata Martino's their coach. I forgot all about that. He's an amazing coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great history. For a coach like that, and and I think it's a good like um, reverse of England. Like with England, that that backing of joining the England national team has that negative connotation because of the media and everything. But I feel like with Mexico, like having this group, there's like that rise. There's like the okay, we're in the team. We want to do this. Like there's like that backing. Right. That I feel like is with with uh, not to say that Mexico is not a, a big presence in World Cups because they've been around. But like for the big nations that can be seen going to the finals, you know, there's that negative presence or there's that negative uh, focus. So there's the hope um, that these players give themselves despite, you know, the Mexican fans being so negative. But I guess, you know. Um, it's better to expect the letdown. Um, me being a fan of losers can understand that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, do we do we drum roll to this last one, to this feisty piece? Because, uh, you know, it's it's nice to to gaze over this this changed, this recently changed. Uh, Argentine, Argentinian squad. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, uh, again, always great to see um, an MLS player make it to a national team that has such a high pedigree at the global level. Um, but also, oh, well, sorry, Tiago Almeida. Like, I, I really... You know, it'll be great to see, but also seeing players like, um, wait, hold on, I'm scrolling through here. There was a name on my mind. Like, you know, I'm I'm not crazy about Aston Villa, but if Emiliano Martinez is the number one goalie, you know, he's, he's put in such great work at Aston Villa. Um, it'd be kind of cool to see him at the international level do really well. Um Again, not a huge fan because <laughs> he was, I think he was Arsenal first and then Aston Villa. So I never really paid him any mind. But then right. his, his, his experience at Aston Villa, and I remember the games against Arsenal, there was like that extra energy he had. And I was like, okay, I could see him putting that into his home nation. And I'm like, I could see him put in a solid performance. But 
is he put over Ruli, the starting goalie at Villarreal? Is he put over uh, the starting River Plate goalie? Uh, probably based on age. Emiliano um, Martinez is a fucking psychopath when he plays. <laughs> and he is, yeah. he is so entertaining to watch. He really is. He really is. So I really hope that he he's their starter. I have no yeah. idea. Again, I'm ignorant to this stuff because I, I don't like watch. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like we're copping out constantly. Like, here's my statement. Also, right. Don't trust me. <laughs> also, I'm a big dummy. So like, don't really don't listen to me uh, yeah. at all. Um, but going to what you were talking about with Poland, right? Mm-hmm. Where Poland has this issue where they have an over-reliance on Lewandowski. And you've seen this in the past with Argentina and Lionel Messi. Yeah. This is now going to be amplified a little this year just because in the beginning of the World Cup you have Angel Di Maria who's carrying a knock and you have Paulo Dybala who's carrying a knock. But that's backed up by the fact that they have Lautaro Martinez. No idea Mm -hmm. if I'm pronouncing that first name right. But he plays for Inter. You know, he's been great this year. They yeah, have him no, who who can provide great. an extra attack um, or extra. Um, what's the word? Uh, Offensive prowess, or is that danger? Overdoing it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like an extra danger. That's not the right word, yeah. but that's that's danger what I'm like Will looking Robinson. for. Yeah. He, okay. He's somebody to worry about for the defense. Yeah. Julian Alvarez, same thing. Uh, I mean, like, our buddy Sean rates him very highly. Well, then he might be biased. <laughs> he might be a tad too biased, yes. But then you even have players like Alexis McAllister, who I know is a midfielder, but still, like, the guy's got a fucking rocket for a leg. Yeah, and again, um, you know, from his transition from the Argentinian League to playing at Brighton and being a real standout uh, midfielder, coming away with some pretty awesome games like he's yeah rocket for a leg and um really fun to watch like i I really rate him and he looks what was it there's i I think if you look it up (laughs) alexis McAllister is actually like people have said he's a blend of two famous players (laughs) wait it's crazy this guy argentina is so deep Their team is so, like, you're talking about some of these players. How many forwards did I list off just before? That's all the forwards on their team. And they're all, like, fantastic. They could be starting on some of these. on Every other team in this group, these forwards could be starting. Oh, I mean. You know. That's Dude, assuming would... Poland adopts a two-forward situ- uh, system. <laughs> but, like. You know what I mean? Like, I think the only one I missed that I didn't say was Angel Carrera. Yeah. And, like, and even, holy shit, he's 27 years old and he has 250 league appearances for Atletico. That's ridiculous. Good for him. Yeah. And again, this is, yeah, just as you say it, I'm looking at these forwards going, man, it'd be nice to have one of these guys on my team. Yeah. Man. Like, uh, this team is so deep. Their defense yeah. is deep. Their midfield is deep. Their forwards are deep. Their their fucking goalies are deep. Yeah, and and just as you say, defense. As I scroll, 
and I'm looking like Christian Romero on Tottenham, like explosive under Conte. Um, Tagliafico, I mean, at Ajax, he was the definitive left back. He goes to Lyon. He's only standing out even more. Yes. Yeah. We could argue, you know, whether going from Netherlands to France is an uh, upstep, downstep. doesn't matter. It's still a top European team that is playing um, European champion European championships as well. Um, who else? Odomendi, veteran presence, but... Yep. You know, Benfica, still big. It's exactly what you were saying with Mexico. Yeah. You look at this, there is a veteran presence in every single area. Yeah, and also absolute stars, and those under them are still, like, phenomenal players. You know, you got Papu Gomez, you know, but, again, under him, McAllister, and then you have the younger Enzo Fernandez from Benfica. Um, You know, Rodrigo DePaul... I mean, one, what was it? He, I think he was at Udinese and then goes to Atletico Madrid and still phenomenal going from Italy to Spain. Yeah. Um, this yeah, team, like, stacked, we're talking stacked. about the group. We're talking about the group right now, right? Yeah. This is a team that we, I believe, should be, like, it's not, not even worth it talking about the group for them (laughs) i think i really think this team is they got it bang on this team should be in the final you know this team i should say like this team like maybe five other teams should be in the final obviously it doesn't work like that (laughs) but like yeah yeah it's one of those teams it's like this is a special argentinian team it's like the netherlands team that we talked about earlier where I I did admittedly have to convince myself into liking them, but, like, Mm -hmm. this team is something special. This team, you look at this team, and you look at how they've played this year, and you just look at the fact that there is that magic surrounding Messi's final World Cup, and, you know, I think everybody who you speak to, regardless of who they're rooting for, unless they're maybe rooting for Brazil or Portugal, are saying... If it's not my team, I want Argentina to win. Yeah. No, I mean, it, 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 for the, you know, the as being a huge fan of, you know, a magical World Cup, um, thinking about the career of Messi, um, you know, uh, I thought there was magic when it came to Portugal winning uh, the Euro. You know, that Eder goal. Um, After Ronaldo was subbed off with an injury? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Coaching I thought the that team. was magic. Yeah, and th- there was magic in that. That's uh, exactly what it was. He, you know, and, uh, you know, Ronaldo has that moment. And now it's, you know, because you always look at the two of them. And now it's like we look at Messi and we go, hey, man, get get your cup. Get out of here, guy. You know, it'd be, it'd be nice uh, to see. You know, I don't. I think uh, no matter what, even if you're, you know, when it comes to the debate of, of of Messi or Ronaldo, I think at the end of the day, if you saw Messi win it, you, you can't not be happy. Right. That. You know, it's like, especially, you know, down the line, look, if you were to look back on it after he won it to be like, man, that was uh, like looking back, like that career is wild. That's, I'd be looking forward to that documentary. Um 
yeah, yeah. It would just be really nice to see. Um, but obviously, you know, your team's first, and uh, if it doesn't pan out, it's it's a popular choice. It's a great story, and I'm all yeah. for it. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, do we have to go into the predictions? Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. I was gonna I was gonna be like, so Pete, what are you thinking, bud? You want to? <laughs> you I'll, do I'll on, tell you. On three, first place. <laughs> All One, right. Two, three. Argentina. Argentina. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's a no-brainer. Like we just talked about how we both think that they could potentially win the World Cup. Yeah, and you then know? I think we could do the second one on one, two, three, right? Yeah. Okay. One, two, three. Mexico. Saudi Arabia. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> I, I've pulled a fast one on you. Yeah, of course, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this, this Mexican team, it gets it. They get it done. They yeah. get it done. I, and I understand, like, it's not the same team from the 2018 World Cup, but Mexico is one of those teams that's like, it's almost as if the players aren't playing for the team. The country's playing themselves, hmm. and they're a separate entity. As stupid as that fucking sounds. Uh, it's like the spirit of Mexico gets into these players more than other teams like national spirit gets into them and they always Uh, pull it out well I'll let you know uh, when I listen to this while I edit if that sounded stupid Um, it did I'm I'm telling you right now it did it sounded dumb as shit but you know there is that confidence in going we don't know if they'll get their fifth game there's confidence in them getting that fourth game. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they, exactly. there's that history of getting that far, you know, it's like a staple to them at this Imagine point. they break the curse the by not step. getting out of the group. We did it. Just not so the we way did we did it. We to. took the easy way out guys. Oh man. I'm going to have to check my Spanish to see how that headline plays out. We did it. <laughs> just not the way we wanted to. And then in the, like big quotes, um, so yeah, and then third place, do we do it? Let's see. Okay. Three, two, one, Poland. Poland. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, we, again, when we talked about Saudi Arabia, it was, it, it's, it's, I'm not trying to be rude due to, you know, that lack of familiarity, but from the other three teams, the names that stand out, you don't see that caliber of player in the Saudi Arabian national team. And despite them having, you know, players that play in the same league, yes, double-edged sword, but overall, I don't think it stacks up well. Yeah. I mean, it's no disrespect to Saudi Arabia. It really isn't. It's just... Sorry. Look at these other teams, right? Look at these other teams in this group. You got... Look at these guys. Potential World Cup winner, greatest player of all time. Then you have Mexico, a team that always plays above their standard. Then you have Poland with the world's best true striker. You know? Um, It really doesn't add up for Saudi Arabia. That being said, like I said before, I want them to prove me wrong. I think it would be a great story if Saudi Arabia made it out of the group. Um, but I just don't see a reality where that happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Sad, sad. 
that's that. We made up for the last episode going long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> by, by going way under with this one. Oh, man. Look at us. Well, you know, it's just... Uh, it just it's one of those it's one of those groups where you look at it and, and a lot of people can make that assumption um but again the world cup's full of magic wouldn't be mad about a surprise um not really a a, a hate towards any team in this in this group but um yeah it feels like we know how the it'll play out and you know maybe there's that one guy that bid on some crazy uh expectation and if it happens well so let's see what goes let's see what goes but yeah um man i gotta go fill up my tires i just realized with what i was hoping you know with with what you normally put in them what do you know what do you normally put in them you know the um what's it called cement oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna fill it up with cement i'm gonna fill my tires <laughs> up with cement it's especially because it's getting colder out um so yeah i'm gonna i have to go fill up my car wheels with cement with, um, cement yeah, yeah, yeah. cement Salmon. <laughs> All right. Whew. Smell you later, do, you fucking dorks. Where, where do I get the cement? Salmon. 